and welcome back to the second season of the Creme de la Creme podcast. I'm your host, Tommy P, and I'm joined, as always, by the Commissioner, Andy Della. Hello. Uh, we've got Tudor with us. What's up? We've got Will the One Graham. One signing on. And our new fourth tier rep, Windsor, joins us as well. Welcome, Windsor. Hello. And of course, we've got our man behind the glass back in his position, Pedro. What's up, everyone? <laughs> Before we move on, Pedro, can I just uh, just health check? Hayden, of all the people in the league, um, yeah. I do worry. I do worry about you the most. So, yeah, you've been all right, mate. Yeah, pretty good. How are you? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Clean bill of health here amongst uh, you know the the pod regulars. We've all been checked. We've all had our uh, temperatures taken on the way in, etc. Everything above board. And we're socially distanced, of course, within the studio. Everything above thirty-eight degrees. Yeah. Has anyone actually had a COVID test? Because I haven't. I I have. Oh, I've had COVID five times, mate. As you know, but I've actually had a test as well. <laughs> it was it was negative. I think it was broken. <laughs> and I've got a terrible gag reflex. I'm not sure I really did it on my tonsils or not. That's a they were doing story. it. They were doing it at the Amex around here. Yeah, that's, the, that's why I got mine done. Went to the Amex. Yeah, bit busy as it's been for a while. Mm. Hey. Hey. I'm used. To, yeah, I'm used to getting negative results at the Amex. <laughs> <laughs> right, guys, uh, we've we've got a lot to get through on this pod. It's been. Um, it's just over a week to go uh, until the draft uh, big day that we're all looking forward to uh, the 10th yeah just a date for your diaries there um, so, we're going to try and get this uh, nice and snappy and uh, get back into it for a new season we're going to have a look at the new fourth tier, which is pretty exciting. Look at uh, the players, um, the new players in that league. Um, you know, see what their odds are going to be for uh, promotion, etc. How they're going to manage. Um, we're going to review the newly promoted Premier League teams. Um, uh, Rob's going to join us for this one for some added detail. Um, I'm going to lead you through uh, my fellow relegated teams and analyse their chances uh, for this term. Uh, We'll have a quick look at new signings that you might want to keep your eye on for the draft. Um, And um, we'll ask the lads here a few initial questions on the draft, but we're going to be covering that in more detail in the next pod. Um, Yeah, so... Let's Excellent. Uh, let's get into it, shall we? Let's do it. First, first, uh, first sesh back. How how is everyone? How's everyone doing? Yeah, it's uh, it's been strange, isn't it? Um, it's, it's it's almost felt as long a break without football as the uh, as the entire COVID period. Oddly, <laughs> what all two weeks? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not even, wait, when was the Champions League final? Like, last week? Ah, months ago, mate. Yeah. We had the charity shield, haven't we? So I got a a bit of a break in between. Mm. Yeah, doing good. Looking forward to um, getting back to it. Um, Not sure when the fans will start joining the stadiums. I think they had some fans at the Brighton-Chelsea. Yeah. um, They did, mate, yeah. 
didn't hear, didn't hear how that went actually. No, like, I didn't actually. Anyone. But you, you it, see the sport went better than the Tui flight to Cardiff. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I didn't hear about that. What happened with the Tui flight to Cardiff? Um, the, there was no social distancing, and, and sixteen people have tested positive, and the whole <laughs> flight's now got to quarantine. Yeah, oh. it was it was the equivalent of like a flight from Euro ninety six, that kind of type of <laughs> scenario. I had oh. like nine passengers had their masks on around their neck or over their eyes. Yeah. That's about it. Mm. Oh well. Yeah, it's good, good to get the fans back in, though, isn't it? At least some. Yeah, it's gonna be it's it's gonna be weird. It, you, uh, the, like the no sound is almost better than like the you know when you watch a a tiny yeah, game and there's like a couple of guys it. shouting. Yeah, it's just a weird all, like, all echoey. echoey. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah so we'll it's see, classic we'll see Sunday it League. It's brilliant. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Still nil nil. Yeah. Speaking um, of uh, speaking of Sunday League, uh, yeah. it's um, probably a good approximation of the quality of our new uh, fourth tier of fantasy football. What a segue! The Liga del Eager or Liga del Lager, as it's already been uh, memed <laughs> on the WhatsApp group. <laughs> <laughs> um, so. So we need to know uh, we need to know who's mm. who's in this league and um, you know what their chances are going to be and stuff. So we thought we'd uh, go to our uh, Liga del Eager correspondent Windsor to run us through what's going on down there. And also, uh, Windsor's the only one who's been on the show before from that league. Obviously, he joined us last year. Um, yes. Towards the end of the season, so um, yeah. So he's in by default. He is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. Uh, happy to uh, happy to represent the uh, the fourth tier. Um, well, I'll, I'll start. This is no particular order, but um, first off, we've got Mike Wilson, um, mm. who's uh, who's who's coming to the foray with Shut Up Mike. Um, favorite team of Liverpool. Um, favorite oh, all-time no. player. I'll, I'll try not to slip up when I say this. Gerard. Um, oh, oh, he's adding yeah. he's Montoast. Ironically, that's not his favourite moment in football. Um, Istanbul 2005 is. It? is. No. <laughs> oh, that's such a was boring time. I don't know what the fucking year was. I put that in earlier, but whatever. Do we, um, do we have any statement from Mike of, uh, of intent for this season? Yeah, we do. We don't. Um, we don't have a voice clip. But uh, he did um, send me something in. Um, he says, hoping to get to grips with the league, planning on having David Jones between the sticks, Phil Jones and Chris Smallish as my centre-backs, Kevin Phillips up front banging them in, the little-known gem that is Zola pulling the strings in midfield, Flamini bossing my midfield, uh, and to finish higher than Barney is all I want. That's great. He's going to do well in that league. That's a statement of intent, isn't it? That is a real statement. (laughs) The bookies actually have him um, currently finishing fifth. Um, So, you know. Wow. No wooden spoon. No wooden spoon. Actually, the the note on the wooden spoon, the wooden spoon has been purchased. Um, (laughs) Lee actually purchased a nice ornate mahogany wooden spoon. Lovely. (laughs) Okay, ne- next up we've um, we've got Hugh, 
with uh, Real Mediocre FC. Um, mm. Supports Manchester United. Favourite all-time player is uh, King... Well, you can tell he supports Man United. He's got a Brighton accent. So, um, <laughs> yeah. How dare you? I've got a Worthing accent. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, his, his favourite, albeit briefly, fantasy football player was Zlatan. Any uh, any any voice clips or statements from Hugh? Hugh, have no, to do he's, well to top Mike. He's 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 been a bit of a tryhard so far, I think, in the uh, in the group. Sorry, Hugh. Yeah. You know, <laughs> um, I just, that's just me um, trying to get his statement. Here I go. Opening statement for Real Mediocre FC. Apparently produced <laughs> uh, Real Medi. Okay. First few weeks, maybe months, all about figuring out quite what this is all about, but mainly trying to maintain interest longer than in regular fantasy leagues. Well, that I'll tell you is not going to be a problem. Uh, then aspirations for the rest of the season are all about pushing hard for the magical top seven finish. Anything less than that is just a failure. Oh, and smashing everyone to take home the cup, of course. So, um, mm-hmm. some fighting talk. Yeah. Uh, from Unfortunately, um, the bookies have him finishing rock bottom. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's going to be to hear that. S- siege mentality, though, isn't it? That was mm-hmm. the cause. Yeah. Okay. Next up, we've got um, we've got James Fuller. Um, I don't know if he lent on his keyboard when he put in his team name. <laughs> <laughs> It starts with PSV and then it's something the else. The team name is his team name is actually um, PSV Stieg, Steven Bergwijnhoven, which <laughs> I actually I quite like. It's kind of so bad it's good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, he he, uh, he resides in Worthing. Favorite fantasy player is Roy Race, and um, his favorite moment is football is the second Shearer goal. Versus Holland at Euro '96. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, is that the one he smashed in the top right hand corner? Yeah, yeah. yeah, he got laid across. Yeah, it's a good goal. It's, it's one of my favourite um, all-time goals as well, actually. Yeah, that was Sheringham when it was squared it. Yeah, Gascoigne, Sheringham, Shearer, top corner. Yeah, nice. Um, we we do actually have a voice clip from. Um, Actually, we've got two. He he was so um, disappointed with his first effort that he sent it in again in a different um, voice. Oh, can we play the first <laughs> one? Little did he know that I would just play both of them. So. Nice. nice. <laughs> which one? Which one do you think I should play first? The one he's happy with or the one he's unhappy with? The one. I think oh. the one that I sent you first. Yeah. Okay. Fine. Here he is, Fuller. Hi. This is James Fuller. Manager of PSV Stephen Bergweinhoven. My aspiration for the season is not to finish last and to win a lot of friends along the way. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh, oh for two then. Yeah. <laughs> um, hang um, on. Mm. Let's play the next one. Hi, this is James Fuller, manager of <laughs> PSV Stephen Bergweinhoven. My my aspiration for the season is to not finish last and to win a lot of friends along the way. 
it, it sounds weird in isolation, but it's even better after hearing the first one. <laughs> I know. He, he described it as uh, a more assertive, less snooker commentator, maybe a touch upper class. <laughs> it sounds more like he, he did the first one, sank a bottle of red, and then did the second one. <laughs> Hi. Yeah, I am. Yeah. Very. Very drunk. <laughs> Brilliant. That's, love it. that's like the voice equivalent of retaking a selfie several times. <laughs> Good afternoon. <Yeah. laughs> um, the book is sort of a bit of an anorak for the stats. Um, so, a stat that you probably won't like is that the book is currently having finishing third and missing out on promotion Ooh. by one place. Good. Don't take it out with me, Fuller. Take it out with Bet Victor. <laughs> Once again, um, secure the official betting rights to the um, CDP. Okay. So, um, okay, we'll move on. We've got next up. We've got Jamie Fielding. Uh, he's mm. uh, he's he's going to be managing Hacklar's Revenge AFC. Um, his favourite position is right wing. Uh, he resides in Angmering. And it's another Liverpool thing. The Champions League final 2005 is the favourite moment in football. And again, favourite players is Gerard. I'm, I'm a bit disappointed. There's no variety there. It's, they got nothing else to talk thing. about, have they? The thing, the thing no. is, if you are a Liverpool fan aged between 20 and 40, your favourite moment in football literally can't be anything else. I mean, <laughs> I've got no issue there. Um, He's got a lovely, lovely blonde barnet on him as well, hasn't he? Yeah, he, yeah he's we, quite we, we wait till you see his picture. He's he is a very attractive yeah. girl, boy. Go to go to bed, eyes. <laughs> Neutral. Was it come, come to bed or go to bed? I'm not sure which. <laughs> <laughs> do we um do we have any statement for Jamie no, or, we don't uh, or have bookies? Jamie, um, he he's um he's an extremely busy man, but he is gonna just miss out. Uh, bookies have him finishing seven on the wooden spoon. So unfortunate. Okay, next up we've got Gareth Williams, who's uh, who's Garth. might or might not have Messi. Is going to be with Garthalona FC. Mm-hmm. Favorite team is Brighton. Favorite all-time player Ryan Giggs, which makes sense if you support Brighton. Um, <laughs> <laughs> interesting favorite fantasy football player Henrik Pedersen, two thousand six uh, yeah. and seven. Yeah. That's he sent the hat against United season. No, so he sent he sent me a, a a thing on this a while back, and he said um, he's played fantasy football for quite a few years, and he said it's a running joke with my mates that I picked him, but meant to pick Morton Gamps pedestal. Ah, <laughs> oh, Blackburn player. Yeah. I could think of the Morton Gamps pedestal season where he was amazing for Blackburn. Yeah, but... yeah so it, um, so so yeah, Henrik Pedersen. For those reasons, <laughs> do we that's, um, that's do we do we have a, a statement of intent for, for Gareth? We have a clip from from Garth. Oh, uh, another clip. Yes, here is Garth. Looking forward to uh, the start of this season. Um, and I think I've got a lot to bring to to, the, to this team, to this league. Um, passion. Uh, <laughs> Skills and expertise, you know, I've, I've been around for a while now. Uh, done, done, done well over the years. Uh, this is a step up, uh, but I'm ready for that, and I hope the players are too. 
Um, I think first and foremost it's staying in the league, um, and then we'll see if we can if we can get those points needed as quickly as possible and start to look further up the table and, and push on. Um, do you feel that if the the players play how I want to want them to and you know and, and give their all, then we can have a good season this year. I'm excited about it, and uh, yeah, can't wait to compete. See, what he's done there might sound fairly stupid by saying first and foremost is to stay in the league because you can't get any lower. However, it's actually very clever because he's immediately achieved it. (laughs) But but does that that also mean he's intending not to get promoted, though, by staying in the league? Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm, I'm going to be honest. As representative for the fourth tier, promotion isn't something we're worried about. Just, just, just surviving. <laughs> Can you be the seventh or eighth worst, yeah. worst at, at surviving? Yeah. Um, actually, the bookies have him winning the league. Oh wow! Right. He's got Press, some, got some pressure. So. Uh, yeah. Oh, that's, that's pressure, and that's pressure. Regards, when I picked a, picked the bookies' favourite for the new league last year, they came. Well, they didn't do very well. <laughs> <laughs> Although you, you didn't pick it as the bookies, isn't it? Oh, yeah, of course, yeah. Victor. Victor. yeah. Okay. Um, next up, we have the, the what I'm going to class as the king of the blue steel, Barney. Um, who's, yeah, uh, smoldering. That is, that's some attitude in the photo. He's um, He's got the team name of Lacazette of LECDFC. Uh, no, so it's, it's Lacazette or Le CDFC. Right. I didn't know if it was like that lucrative <laughs> from uh, Phone Jacker. <laughs> <laughs> it took a while to work it out. I was like, what the fuck is that? I don't get it. And oh, I see. Like is it a cassette or the CD? I thought that's, it was actually. That's so bad. Oh, I quite like it. <laughs> I think that falls into the so bad it's good category as well. I don't think that. Okay, fine. Well, and that's uh, behind the glass, Pedro. Yeah. Excuse me. Sit down. So, but Barney <laughs> lives in Kingston, and one one of his favourite moments is uh, Delia half cut at half time at Norwich, giving it the old "Come on, let's be having you." Oh. Yeah, I right. saw that again the other day. It's so cringe, isn't it? So cringe. Oh, so <laughs> <laughs> he had um, he had another one, didn't he? What another one of his favourites was the Nor- Goss goal against Bayern. Yeah, yeah, no idea what that is, mate. Uh, Norwich, isn't it? Yeah. Have we um, have we got some sort of a statement from Barney to, to, to match his photo? He, he's yeah, he's he's taken this very seriously and he's sent in about two minute clip, but it's actually quite good. Good afternoon, good evening, Andy and the guys on the pod. Um, wherever and whatever time it is, you guys are doing this. Um, this is Barney coming to you from Norfolk uh, at the training camp for the uh, Lacazette or Le CD FC training ground um actually in a tractor in norfolk uh, just to keep the stereotypes going um looking forward to the season uh, the, the first contact i had um with the club for me was very impressive uh, because i found persons there i think with the same mentality as i have they love football as i love football um they want to win as i want to win you know i think promotion has to be um the goal but there are some good teams that we're going to have to beat this season. Expected to lose, uh, Real Med- Mediocre, Garthalona, 
Deportivo, La Corona, um, to name but a few. Um, the last fantasy league that I did, uh, I actually won, but it was 10, 15 years ago now. Since then, I've done and won uh, nothing. So uh, don't call me arrogant when I say that uh, I am the not very special one, I think. I'm definitely, I'm from the bottle. <laughs> I'll probably spend too much time thinking and stressing about the draft. Um, probably much more than I need to, but uh, we'll see what happens. I am, I am looking forward to it, but I'm probably overthinking it already, as I'm sure most people do. Um, I think in all seriousness, um, I'll be happy with a few respectable performances, a few good results on, under my belt. Um, something set in stone and then uh, hopefully we can build from there um, I've been reliably informed that it's definitely a, a marathon and, and not a sprint uh, so yeah we'll see how it goes that's about it have a good pod guys um, and the best of luck to everybody this season bye perfect it was a marathon last year that's for sure that's proper press in response eh? I'm, yeah. I'm gonna I'm just gonna say that there was a little hint of Steve McLaren in, uh, in Holland in that <laughs> there was he, when he was reading Deportivo La Corona he did put on a yeah. Spanish accent you know, it's, I did think it's, it's going to well. be a, a long season I think <laughs> yeah uh, <laughs> no I like it. He, it interestingly he's the only one who's not looked down and has just solely looked up everyone else has been like oh you know just make sure I don't but he was like the goal has got to be promotion which I like, um, and which is reflected then in his um, his bookies' um, prediction of, of claiming the second promotion spot. Yeah, I think he was quite tactical in that interview. Some playing yeah. some mind games, you know. He's clearly mm-hmm. confident, but also he's a bit self-deprecating, you know, trying to throw people off the scent. Uh, yeah, definitely one to watch by the sounds of it. I yeah, can't wait. I, I want him to get promoted just to have another interview. <laughs> Can we do a weekly slot? <laughs> <laughs> a weekly checking in with Barney. <laughs> it might get a bit boring pretty quickly. <laughs> did enjoy this um, though. Okay, so we're on to the last two now. So next up, we've got Pete Thompson. Um, and I, I'm going to be honest, I quite liked his name given the current circumstances, which was. Deportivo La Corona. Yeah. Mm, I thought that was quite good. But then he lets himself down by supporting Brighton. Um, so any any credit went straight out the window. So uh, because you, of course, are a Palace boy. Well, absolutely. Favourite player of Bobby Zamora, which I thought was interesting. No, I like um, it. His favourite fantasy football player is the one who scores me the most points, which... Well, yeah, I can say that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, yeah, I think uh, I think Pete, Pete's Pete's looking happy from his photos. So I think he's looking forward to the season. Um, I'm hoping there's some sort of statement that backs that up. Um, yeah, I'm just trying to find it. Hang on a second. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's very short and sweet. Said uh, aspiration to have not given up on my fantasy team before the end of October, which, <laughs> given the fact that the season starts mid-September, would be pretty impressive. <laughs> <laughs> setting the bar low like a... um, Pete is uh, set for a mid-table finish fourth with the with the bookies which means Windsor that the bookies have got you coming in sixth at the minute mate I'd back that oh. I'd back that all, all day long <laughs> nice <laughs> well, yeah, considering um, if we move on to me <laughs> considering my team name is expected to lose um <laughs> 
I um, I'd, I'd go for six. Um, Would you? As a goal, that's a nice consolidatory yeah, season. I mean, uh, I, obviously, I played in goal, so naturally, my favourite all-time player is Peter Schmeichel. Mm. Um, I do support Crystal Palace, which all of the Brighton fans probably would have guessed by now. And uh, <laughs> yeah. Favourite moment in football is uh, saving a penalty in the 85th minute to win the league in the 2010-11 season. Yeah. Nice. That's pretty strong. Nice, mate. Nice. That's pretty so, strong. Uh, yeah. So, I've got, I've got six by the bookies. Mm-hmm. Excellent. <laughs> you got to take, take that. I think, I, I think it's genuine, genuinely pleased with that, aren't you? I am. I'm absolutely ecstatic. It's not last. I'm Sleep not aiming it. for promotion. I'm, I'm aiming to understand. Well, there we go. Mate, there's, there's, a, there's a few of us still trying to do that after a few years. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm going for that, that second season flourish of, right, I've got it now. I, I understand English football. I'll go for it. <laughs> <laughs> right. so, that's good. Yeah, no, so we've got, we've got some uh, nice little characters there. Um, yeah, yeah. Good, good to know the lay of the land, isn't it? And sort of, uh, you know. Get, put, put some uh, faces to some team names. Um, they, of course, aren't the only newbies this year, though. Um, we've also got Leeds, West Brom and Fulham uh, coming back up to the Premiership. None of them obviously new to the league, but uh, it's been a while since we've seen them, especially Leeds. That's kind of the big story, isn't it? Mm. Um, we've got uh, Rob joining us to talk about these teams and what we can expect uh, from them you know like who's going to be this season's pookie will we have someone you know to provide that early drama one of the teams going on like a an early run screaming up the table and then getting relegated um, <laughs> <laughs> let's uh, yeah let's find out yeah well we should have uh, Rob Robbie there mate Ethan Chaps yeah mate perfect alright Rob perfect Welcome aboard. Hi guys. I feel like hey uh, buddy. I feel like yeah, I'm like good thanks. I feel like a I feel like Sid Lowe off a garden. Surely you you want a, a train somewhere between like, Malaga and uh, Madrid. Yeah, exactly, yeah. I'll, I'll be like entering tunnels for signals right. It's, it's as long as I can seamlessly bring take you out as quick as seamlessly as I brought you in there, then that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> that was very nice, right, Rob? Um, what uh, what have you got for us then? So, um, I mean, I'm here to talk about my beloved Leeds United. Mm. Um, so that the first time in my life that I can pick Leeds players in FPL because uh, I don't really think the game is going back in 2004. Um, and if it was going back, getting relegated then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <I'm, laughs> just wait for the draft. Just like first pick, yeah, straight into Leeds United. Um, but yeah, and yeah, the, the, the last time Leeds were in the, were in the Premier League, I mean, they had players like Mark Baduka in the team, Lucas Radaby's knocking around, uh, Paul Robinson. To be honest, it's, it's, it's sort of like a, a. Whenever I think of Leeds, I don't, I don't really think of the. the the, the crushing disappointment I think of like that one incredible year that Michael Bridges had and like that game where Mark Verdugo mm-hmm. scored four goals and like Harry Keane like spanking them in from left right and centre exactly oh, we had we had such a good team Dominic it, Matteo 18 years ago now Hasselbank there didn't they Jackson. yeah 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 and Nigel Martin in goal yeah. legend Ian, Ian Hart 
Yeah, Gary Kelly. Ian Hart with the free kicks. Yeah, Yeah. Ian Hart. He was brilliant. He went off to Spain, didn't he? Levante. Yeah. Yeah. O'Leary, wasn't it, as manager? Yeah, David O'Leary. Far from that for the last 15 years. I was hoping he was getting last year. It's um, it's, it's, it's much nicer to have a club that evokes such... um, reaction in people rather than fucking West Brom or yeah like that. proper big club it, it fits the the brief of um, that I always have of like wanting to recreate the kind of early uh, Merlin like football sticker albums that's yes. what I always want to reset okay. the Premier League to just like those teams yeah. you know yeah. Rob, Rob they've signed quite a few players as well haven't they? and a couple of big ones as well aren't they? like Costa and Rodrigo that sort of thing they've got a lot coming in don't they? yeah so we've we've, we've, we've um, our previous month's record was 18 million for Rio Ferdinand back in 2001 or 2 I think that is bonkers um, isn't it <laughs> yeah and, and we basically broke that twice over in one day for Rodrigo the other day <laughs> it's just it's, it's a different world coming and all of a sudden we've gone from Patrick Bamford up front to the starting Spain centre forward who's just left Valencia to come up to newly promoted Leeds I mean wow. it's just it's wild absolutely wild well um, so yeah, I, mean, we, nice. I, don't, I, don't, I don't mean to put you know put the you know the, the brakes on a little bit but it, it's this is what Leeds have done is straight straight out of the QPR book of of, of <laughs> Premier survive. isn't it? Yeah, but that went really well for him, didn't it? Yeah. <laughs> All you need to do is go out and sign a 38-year-old Christopher Samba and pay him £150 million. That £150,000 a week. In, yeah. It's when you're 10 games into a season you stood another the names of your teammates, isn't it? It's just a whole new <laughs> team, wasn't it? <laughs> well, it's... it's, it's 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 sort of weird though because like Leeds have only actually signed two players that weren't at the team last season. So Rodrigo wasn't with the club last season, obviously, and nor was the gloriously named Robin Cock. Um, <laughs> <who's just gonna laughs> yeah. um, but Cock. guys like <laughs> yeah, I mean it's just it's just endless gags coming this season. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, so all, all the other signings were actually Robin mostly Cock. loan deals converted last year. So we had Helder Costa on loan last year. We converted that one. Jack Harrison was in last year on loan. He's extended loan for another season this year. So is he the centre? I don't know what you mean, but we've only actually signed two that we don't actually know about so far. So who's the who's the who was the centre half that was the, the big um, sensation last year? Is he still there or is he on loan? Was it, no. Someone... So, yeah. So, so that 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 was that was that was Ben White who oh, was on loan from ben Brighton. Um, he's right. gone back to Brighton this year. We, we, we signed we, today, we, didn't we? Did yeah. Big deal, we, we were we were we were chasing him for sort of 25 30 million which for a guy who's not played the premier league is kind of you know slightly bonkers um but he, he was absolutely fantastic last season um and yeah a, a bit gutted that we couldn't get him to be honest but i mean if, if i was brighton would would you sell a really good center half to one of your main relegation no, rivals absolutely not uh, what, what did Leeds do well last year mate well how did why well, did they win the league Absolutely dominate the league last season. Um, so I guess if you, if you somehow didn't manage to see Leeds on Sky last season, which would be amazing, given they were on basically every every single week. And Bielsa football is all about possession and the press, really. So if you think about how Man City or Liverpool play in the Premier League. That that's kind of how Leeds played in the Championship last two seasons. Um, so yeah. You know, the, the good thing is he, he's not getting ahead of himself. Yeah. <laughs> 
grounded in reality. Oh, yeah, no, I am. I am drinking the Kool Aid. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> so and why not? And why not? I, I mean, you know, sixty-five percent possession every week, please. Yes, uh, first game of the season. Liverpool haven't got a chance. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, Liverpool played Norwich first game of last season as well. Yeah, I know. Yeah, you didn't. Let's hope for something slightly different to that. Um, Will Rodrigo score more goals than Pookie last year? Uh, he scored eleven. Just to remind everybody. Yeah, if he if if he's if he's put on Pam, if he's put on Patrick Bamford's finishing boots, then no. Um, if he's brought his own boots, then yes, because there's a lot of chances go through him. So, I mean. I'm assuming that also Patrick Bamford will get sold before the season starts. He'll get loaned he out back to the championship. Doesn't, doesn't want anyone to actually see that he can't play football. <laughs> <laughs> I, I tell you what, I'll, I'll put a tenner on right now that Bamford starts the first game of the season against Liverpool. I'll, I'll almost guarantee it. Club record signing doesn't mean anything to Bielsa. Like, Rodrigo won't be fit enough or he, he won't have like, picked up enough, enough of the tactics and yeah, he'll be straight on the bench first game. Bamford couldn't um, even get in the Palace team. He's terrible. No, I, I, whenever I've seen him play, I've always thought that he looks really poor. But then he always scores loads of goals, so you know. Yeah, so, so I mean, if you look at look at Bamford last season, right? So Bamford scored 16 in the championship, which sounds all right until you do a bit digging into it, and you realise that his xG was 34. Was it? Which right. it says quite a lot, right? It, it's it's it, it it doesn't say a lot for Bamford's finishing, but it does say a lot for how many chances go through the lead centre forward. Mm. So. If Rodrigo's sort of you know half as good as as, he, as he's made out to be, given that the number nine is the focal point of a Bielsa attack, expect a lot of chances to go through him. Um, so yeah, could, could the difference is you're going to get about three or four chances a game. Um, yeah, it's it's one thing pulling apart TPR, isn't it? Quite another in the Premier. And League. I guess finally a word on on the manager. He's yeah. uh, he's definitely a character, isn't he? Yeah. Um, they call him a loco. I kind of, I kind of can't quite work out why, because he's been relatively restrained. Um, it, what we've been leave for the last two seasons, but yeah, it, there, there is a, a bit of a kind of cult around him. Um, it'd be a great addition to Premier League. Um, play some phenomenal football under him. Mm. Um, he's absolutely he's transformed. Manager. Yeah, um, I mean, he, he's kind of all, all about the tactics with his Bielsa. So a, a lot of what Guardiola. Um, does and, and talks about is you know originally from Bielsa and, and a lot of the learning from that. So expect a sort of similar style of play. Um, fully expect multiple substitutions at half time when we're one nil down. Um, he's not afraid to change things, and no one is safe in the team. If he doesn't like what the centre forward's doing, he'll happily sub him after 25 minutes if needed. So um, yeah, it, it's been a breath of fresh air for Leeds. But and where are you going to finish? Uh, I'm going to be punchy and say 12th. Okay. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's, I guess what, what, one thing to, 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 to look at with Leeds is they had the best defence in the championship last season. Now, it isn't a championship and all that, but at 22 clean sheets and only conceded 35. Now, mm. you, you compare that to Sheffield United when they went up two seasons ago, that Sheffield United team conceded 41 and had 21 clean sheets. Whereas Norwich, as an example, conceded 57 and had 13 clean sheets. Mm. So it, it, it's probably a bit of a stretch to say that the Leeds defence will be as good as Sheffield United was last season. But I, I'd expect it to be more like Sheffield United than the Norwich defence. 
um, and the fullback at Dallas and, and, and Ailing go forward a lot. I think they're Dallas absolutely nine. wank, though, isn't he? <laughs> well, he, he, he was he was sufficiently wank that he scored five and had about four assists last season. Um, but scored none, assists none this season. Anyway, <laughs> I think it's probably enough about uh, <laughs> probably enough about Leeds United. Dallas is the new Pookie <laughs> in in the commission's crosshairs there. Thanks, thanks for that, Rob. That was that was great. Just stick around while we talk about West Brom and, and Fulham uh, yeah. very quickly. It won't be as in depth on that. Um, one because Tudor's doing West Brom, and two because <laughs> I haven't done anything for Fulham. So let's carry on. <laughs> well, you say that, but I know that Tudor's been uh, researching West Brom in depth for the past uh, two weeks. So let's let's see what he's come up with. Well, we, we all know that I'm notorious for the amount of football I watch, it being really high, and especially championship football. Uh, yeah. You know, you can't get enough of it. It's borderline addiction. Oh well, uh, it's unbelievable the amount of content I. I consume just to provide you with these fantastic stats. Um, funnily enough, talking about it, uh, West Brom scored 77 goals, which is the same as uh, Rob's beloved Leeds United. So, yeah, they might have come top, but they didn't run away with it. I mean, chewy boots, mate. Um, <laughs> and the standout player is Shock Horror, going to be another midfielder this season. That was Pereira. He was on loan, and they've they've uh, they've got him. They've got him. They signed him for six million, I think it was. Um, he was involved in 24 of his uh, goal, side's goals last season. So uh, 16 assists and scoring eight. So there's comparisons to Wendia, uh from okay. Norwich. Yeah, exactly. Not necessarily one to fill you full of confidence, but towards the back end of the draft, mm. maybe worth considering. I mean, I'm, I've looked at West Brom purely from like a fantasy perspective rather than a what mm. we expect premiership wise. Mm-hmm. Um, continuing in that vein uh, the defender Semi Ajayi uh, again towards the back end of is it, uh, the, it's, his, it's his first name Semi we've <laughs> <laughs> got Cop Semi or Semi and Cop <laughs> and we're going to have Rob Holding at Newcastle as well I mean it writes itself doesn't it? <laughs> um, Again, towards the back end of the draft, depending, or maybe Rob not. Maybe holding Semi's cock. Maybe one to pick up in a, after we've had some time to assess West Brom's performance in the uh, Premiership. But he scored five goals last season from defence, which is the same as Van Dyke and the same as Lundstrom. Okay. And so, you know. What's his surname? I've literally just been concentrating on Semi. Ajayi. A-J-A-Y-E. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, I like it. You know, goal scoring defender, it's always worth something somewhere because they get such a high points value for their goals. Um, mm. They had third best defensive record, but they, you know, they they only kept 14 clean sheets and they're pretty shocking at home. Mm. Or they struggle at home anyway. They do have Charlie Austin, though, so, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Legend that is. Uh, Charlie Austin. Well, if I just add one thing on, on the West Brom thing. So, um, Billich tends to play one defensive fullback and one attacking fullback, and West Brom tends to play pretty narrow. So, there will be a West Brom fullback who gets forward a lot and crosses a lot, 
but they chopped and changed it so much last season it's kind of hard to figure out who that's going to be but yeah. might be worth keeping an eye on um, Darnell Furlong he, he went forward a lot last season put it in the box a lot um, so but yeah he, he only started 20 times and got dropped in the, in the second half so yeah there'll be a West Brom fullback at some point in the season most of the things that I sort of found out is that they had a it, like they are a classic tale of two halves of the season they had what the run up to Christmas and then after Christmas they seemed to change a lot of their sort of yeah. situation like their the way they played um yeah and their goalkeeper you know as a second choice slim pickings towards the end he made 111 saves which was the top out of all three of the promoted clubs mainly because his defense was fucking shocking by the sounds of it but he did make <laughs> sense that's quite, that's quite yeah. interesting for fantasy football isn't it because um, you get a surprising amount of points for saves you do yeah. and it, another thing for people who are who are looking at the goalkeeper position is that eight teams in the league every team is two goalkeepers that's 16 keepers so actually there's only four keepers starting goalkeepers not taken at any one point mm-hmm. so yeah. you know um, you look at Ramsdale last year I mean Bournemouth went yeah. down he certainly wasn't the worst goalkeeper in the league in terms of um, in terms of points um, Krull actually he's at United now isn't he at Sheffield United he is yeah. mm. he is our, our resident keeper expert <laughs> West Brom keeper is an ex-Man uh, United um, prospect as well Sam Johnston mm, okay interesting uh, the only other player worth mentioning, and that depends, again, it depends really on how their defence holds up in the Premiership, is Bartley. See, uh, again, for if they get a clean sheet, he's bang on for bonus points because he made 171 clearances, 32 blocks, and 45 interceptions, and that was all team leading totals. He was the best of the bunch, but it doesn't Very mean now they can get a clean sheet. How, how, do you, how do you know those numbers, mate? That's incredible. Because he watches the championship every week, mate. Oh, oh, brilliant. brilliant. Oh. <laughs> wow. It's Impressive. Oh, you know. nice one. Dedication, that's what it is. Thanks for that, Tudor. Uh, we'll be flowing that into our uh, spreadsheets. Um, Della, do you want to make something up about Fulham? Yeah, I'll just do it on the hoop, <laughs> shall I? So, um, Fulham obviously came up after winning the... Uh, championship playoff after finishing fourth um, in the league managed by um, Mike Skinner yes that's amazing that isn't it if <laughs> anyone we, has uh, can we, can we put that up and insert then, yeah. it yeah can we, um, can we get that in producer um, <laughs> yeah I mean Scott Parker it, it just seems like a, you know he's always been a pretty decent bloke um, other than that Fulham are pretty boring they're um they're, they're really a one-player team if you look at the stats from last year. Um, their second top scorer scored eight goals um, and then Alexander Mitrovic scored 26. Um, he, in a league that... Sorry? He's never done very well in the Premiership though, has he? Oh, I, I like him. I think he's I think he's a good player. I think um, in, a, in a fantasy league where strikers are very hard to come by, Alexander Mitrovic for Fulham, um, he will be snapped up by someone and he will stay in that person's team all year regardless, I think. I think if Fulham score a goal nine times out of ten, it's um it's gonna be it's gonna be Mitrovic or he's gonna be um involved. He takes a, he takes a penalties, you know, he's he's just uh, they're all round um, 
their best all round best player. Um, they've made a couple of interesting signings. Um, not Cart, which I always find very weird to say. Anthony Knockart. Um, <laughs> it was not who, who's sort of floated around the leagues a little bit, but um, can't cut yeah, it in the prem. No, no, he tried it at a couple of clubs, didn't he? Uh, an interesting Lamina from from Southampton. Oh, that's where he is. Yeah, <laughs> he went to this off season. Actually, a really good player. Never really got the rub of the green at Southampton, but he, um, yeah, they're getting uh, um, setting your back off Spurs as well. Oh, are they? Because he hasn't well, played at all, has he? They also don't. They also have Sessegnon's brother there. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And Mourinho's son in on the goalkeeper books. There's another goalkeeper fact yeah. for you. Wow. <laughs> there you go. Um, Fulham as last year, um, they made more. They made more passes than any other team in the championship. So they obviously like to keep the ball. Um, had quite a lot of shots, but other than that, they all, they were literally middle of the road. I think they they just got through on uh, Scott Parker's uh, spirit because uh, at the end of the day, he, he sort of broke down at the end and said how much of a emotional roller coaster it had been. Um, players to watch for, other than Mitrovic, you've got Joe Bryan, who is a defender for them, who uh, weighed in with uh, quite a few assists um, and also scored. Both the goals or in the championship um, in the championship playoff final. Uh, he looks to be a pretty good player. Seven assists last year. Um, played almost every every minute of the season for them. And the other one I, I just really like is Tom Kearney. I've always liked Tom Kearney. He's a really um, technically gifted central midfield footballer. He's got eight goals last year, three assists. Um, and he is their main man uh, after Mitrovic, really. So, nice. yeah, I'd say fairly slim pickings. Other than that, with Fulham, it's going to be a it's going to be a tough year for him. Yeah. yeah. I, I, only thing I'd add about Joe Bryan is um, uh, Fulham signed uh, Anthony Robinson from Wigan, who's a pretty highly rated youngster, um, and he will probably play left back. So it might push Joe Bryan further forward. Because if he's a he's a he's a defender who plays yeah. in midfield, you could have a you could have a Matt Doherty situation on your hands. Exactly. Or well, John Lynch. Take three kicks. Yeah, Joe Bryan might be worth. Well. Yeah, worth a look. Good stuff. Good stuff. Right. Well, thanks, Rob, for joining us. Well, um, Just yeah. one, one final thing, please. Um, there's a few players in the Championship who are being sniffed around a lot uh, by Premier League teams at the moment. So watch out for Watkins and Ben Rama at Brentford. Might mm. be some Premier League teams going for them. They're sort of 20, 25 million-ish. If they go to a lower half of the Premier League team, they might be worth a look at someone like Villa, um, who struggled a bit up uh, a bit up front last season. Mm. So if those two end up in the, in the Premier League, they are uh, draftable at the, at the back end, I thought. Mm. See, that's good knowledge, isn't it? Yeah, that segment's worked really well. I'm pleased with that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Thanks, Rob. Um, Rob, right, Rob. I think we'll Rob just got. I think we'll let Rob go. Of that's a bit crowded. Um, I think he's just so going we'll, into a tunnel. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Gotta go Thanks, Sid. Gotta go and check. Cheers, Sid. See you later, mate. Thanks, Sid. Enjoy the day. Enjoy. Yeah. <laughs> Adios. Um, Right, now I'm going to reluctantly move on to the next section, which is about relegation rebounds, uh, reminding me after a, a brief respite of um, 
of kind of forgetting that I got relegated. Uh, that that did actually happen. Um, Pedro, if you could just put in some some mood music here, just something. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, I mean, as you know, uh, I got relegated last year. It was uh, a fight to the very last mounted. How are you feeling though? How are you feeling at the beginning of this year? I'm fit. Well, I'm feeling. I'm feeling. You know, relieved to have a new start and mm. especially excited to be able to actually uh, attend the draft and and plan for it and kind of have that experience because I haven't haven't actually had that yet. So, oh. um, really looking forward to that. And um, yeah, I mean, you know, it's just. You, you know you want to bounce back don't you after that kind of setback and um try and try and just uh, get the positive momentum going forward so yes yeah, good looking forward to uh being able to uh you know have a look through the new players and stuff that's been quite interesting looking at who who teams have been picking up and stuff and uh, getting excited about hopefully doing a bit better next season I quite like the way that the league is shaping up in terms of who's in it as well um, welcome, just, welcome to the engine room mate yeah cheers buddy <laughs> you know, it's always been my favourite league really yeah the qualities the, the qualities the quality and the personalities are there mate well Will, it's, it's going to be a harder harder league for you this year I think and you didn't do very well last year so yeah uh, say that well it's true that's what you said it but yeah you're right yes so yeah, so joining me, of course, um, in the engine room after having uh, also got relegated last season is Nick. So um, I mean, wh- what do we think his chances are? Because he's got form, hasn't he? Of uh, in Straight in this up, league, he knows league. he knows this league well, as they say. Yeah. And is he a yo-yo club? Is he? Is yeah. Yes, is the CDP's first official yo-yo club. Gets the parachute payment and comes back up again. He's yeah. like um, he's like the Neil Warnock of um, of the of the CDP. Yes, you know, he is. He has to get out. Promoted. Odds on. Right. Yeah. Who who is actually doing? The, who is our betting partner for this? By the way, it's, it's the, a bit Victor, okay. Yeah. Right. So it is it's it is actually a respectable organisation. It's not you're not just making this up. Well, <laughs> respectable organisation. Um. So right. So straight back up for Nick. Um. Mm-hmm. What's what 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 are Victor saying about me? Dare, dare I ask? Is it um? Is it dropping well, like uh, Sunderland? <laughs> no, it's not quite a Sunderland till I die scenario. But, um, <laughs> they, they reckon you're they reckon you're going to be up there, um, but, but um, yeah, possibly just possibly just missing out. Who knows? Mm, I'm confident for what it's worth, but then that's what I said last season. <laughs> <laughs> Takes you a long way, mate. Before um, you saw who your team had automatically drafted, you mean? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, although it might have done a better job than than I'll end up doing this year. Who yeah, knows? it's it's pretty intense. There we go. We'll get on to that next week. Yeah, yeah. Looking forward to it. Um, and then down into the BDR, uh, Niall uh, got relegated um, last season. Um, what do we bring back fond mem- fond memories for me, mate. This does. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. Niall. I think uh, I think, think Niall will. Um, I think he'll probably have a bit of a bounce back season. He's, yeah. uh, he's one of the favourites in uh, one of the favourites in the BDR to uh, to go straight back up. 
Nice. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we'll see. So he does, and then um, and then Bobby, obviously, straight back to well, straight down. Straight down. <laughs> <laughs> Three successive relegations. <laughs> uh, real full oh, race for Bobby. I'm really hoping that that happens. <laughs> that would that would be incredible, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, and then you know our, our wooden spoon, Lee didn't didn't technically get relegated, but you know that's such a, a, a crushing thing to happen. It's it's got to be quite a mental. Um, well, the question is, will he uh, will he go down this year? Because obviously the, the new fact for the BDR is uh, do, yeah. there is relegation this year. I know it's pretty. It's a pretty daunting prospect. That I felt quite safe and secure, knowing it couldn't get any worse. But now it can get a lot worse. <laughs> well, welcome to the fourth tier. Such an excellent dynamic now for those guys in that league. I know. I love it. We, we've got the, we've got the benefit. We've got no anxiety about being relegated. The, it, the, it, it's almost not worth playing this game for the anxiety that it causes you for half at least <laughs> at least you've got that rolling it's like I, oh, I lose my first game of the year it's like shit it's my own league and I'm getting relegated Fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it, it's when you're watching a match and your team that you support in real life scores a goal but it puts you no. at risk of losing a fantasy <laughs> game it's so confusing yeah, I mean, having goal updates on purely to see who scored and what and where, and just being like, "No, so and so's got him." <laughs> yeah, and then trying to trying to work out the bonus points and all that. Oh my god! And just <laughs> hitting refresh between like nine and eleven p.m. to see if the is that definitely the score? Is that definitely the score? Is that definitely the score? <laughs> yeah. And you know you've lost. There's literally no way you can win. You keep yeah. going on to it, oh. going, it might have changed. I might have got a random five points from somewhere. Coming off my bench. Something's coming off my bench. What's going on? Oh, he's my third substitute. No. <laughs> At least we didn't miscalculate a cup final or anything like that. <laughs> it was all content, mate. All content. Yeah. <laughs> a nice couple of beers. Mm. Oh, yeah. Looking forward to getting back into all that stuff again, I think. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> um, right, let's quickly run through uh, some of the big signings um, that we've seen coming in over the last um, couple of weeks and uh, have a look at, you know, how they might feature in the in the Fantasy League. Um Will have you uh, have you are you across that? Uh, no, but I'll give it a go, mate. Why not? <laughs> um, yeah, so probably probably first worth touching on the Gooners. Um, so mm. they've obviously brought Will I Am in from Chelsea mm. for free. Pretty good signing, I think actually. That's quite a mad one, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. he's a good player. He's still what's he early thirties? He still seems. He's got a couple of years left in him. I think he's been playing quite well. I was quite well, surprised. Chelsea actually. have this policy where they, they won't offer people over 30-ish a multi-year contract. Yeah, is it two, two or one year they offer? And Arsenal I basically offered offer an extra year, didn't they? I think, well, I think it's offered one. I think if that... I thought it was wanted free. Was it? Yeah. yeah, it might be that. But yeah. Are Arsenal now not becoming just the Chelsea rejects? Yes. Yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, sorry, become. They've had Czech. Yeah. Louise, Will I yeah. Am. Yeah. Or yeah. um, for for like London-based clubs and a uh, mild rivalry, there is a lot of business that goes between those two teams. <laughs> there is. Yeah. So yeah, I think he's an interesting one to look at. And they've they've signed a couple of defenders, haven't they, from France? So they've got. Saliba, but I think they signed him a year ago, didn't they? And he was on loan for a year. Yes. Yes. Um, Obviously, they they refused to play more than 27 million quid, because I think both centre-offs cost 27 million quid. And the other one's Gabriel Magala Hayes from Lille, is it? Um, (laughs) Is that pronounced correctly? No, it's not. I'm going to have a go. I think it's Magalaish. That sounds sounds more... Gabriel Magalaish. Let's go with Brazilian. that. No, Brazilian, you just put a sh on the on end the of everything. Edge, yeah, so we'll go with that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, a couple of defenders in. Uh, they needed a couple of defenders. Um, I think Saliba in particular is highly rated, I think. Mm. Um, yeah, so worth a look. The only thing with Arsenal is they do seem to leak goals no matter who they've got playing. So, I still wouldn't suggest they're going to be top yeah. of the clean sheets. But, you know, interesting. Um, Brighton, sign a couple of players. Hmm. The, the mighty Adam Lallana yeah I mean if he can stay fit I think he'd be a really good signing for Brighton and if he again if he can stay fit um, he'll he'll play a lot of games won't he yeah I don't know if you remember last year because obviously Lallana's like one of my pet subjects I know so much about him so just for the, <laughs> fa- just for the fantasy football here's one for you and this is quite important um, he married his fiance Emily Jubb on the 24th of December 2013 <laughs> after dating for seven years um, and also he went to Corpus Christi school followed by St Peter's Catholic school so that, that may that may or may not help you as far as fantasy football yeah that. let me quickly log in and uh, yeah but that ma- move him up the draft shift him up a couple of places yeah. <laughs> that, that, that may change change your yeah so I just want to throw that one in there for you guys thought you'd you like that um, who else they signed they signed the guy from my axe as well haven't they Veltman don't know a lot about him, to be honest. Defender. I think the big one for them is that Ben White. Is it Ben White that Rob oh, was talking yeah. about? Defender coming back in. That is gonna, you know, him and Dunk next to each other might, might, you know, they might have a decent season. Yeah, not much more nice. to talk about with them, though, is there? No, I think I'll skip over a couple. I think the biggest one for me is Chelsea. They've mm. got quite mental, exciting, <laughs> incredible signings. So the, the obvious ones like Chilwell, uh, Werner, Thiago Silva's coming on a free as well. Um, another Ajax player yeah he's about 36 million quid they've got a really good squad by the looks of it. obviously um, Roman's woken up again and thought actually I will spend a few quid after the transfer ban <laughs> they may not even be finished yet actually but there's some good players there it's mad when you look at Chelsea isn't it like the list of players that they have going out you're like oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah mm-hmm. like Pedro I actually didn't realise they got rid of Morata either 50 million yeah. quid yeah wow yeah he went back That's- to Atletico it yeah, is. I didn't realise that. And obviously, Pedro's gone on a free to Roma, but they've they've signed some good players, and they, and they do have a lot of attacking talent there already. So I think they're going to be quite strong contenders. Didn't um, Akam Zayic get injured in their friendly against Brighton the other day, though? Did he? Oh, did he? Didn't know that. I think him and Pulisic are carrying an injury, so whether or not they start the season is a bit of a. Yeah, because Pulisic has an incredible end to the season, didn't he? The last few games. Yeah. Yeah, good. Um, Palace, I think they've yeah got... they signed um, Everetti Etsy from QPR. QPR, who, isn't it? Yeah, well, well, he, he's, a, he's a wide player. Um, 
and by all accounts quite highly rated yeah he sounds good we, mm. we've done our usual raid the championship not, not spend a lot tough season for Palace I predict but no interest for Zaha interestingly well I, it, he had a he, big price tag on him though didn't he he does have but a he big had such price. a bad season yeah, he did, well, that's he, the he did a Fraser at Bournemouth. He had a good previous season, tried to make a move, didn't get it, thing, had a poor season, with, and no one wants thing it. With, the thing with Zaha is that it, it, if he had a bad game, he is so dangerous that he carries a threat even if he doesn't play well. So, and I just think that the the, the value of of keeping him against the value of what they want for him, he's just trapped. He'll 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 be forced to run out his contract there probably, and then leave mm. on a whenever it whenever it runs out funnily enough we are looking to buy Fraser now because he's a free from Bournemouth yeah well someone should take him he'll do something for him won't they? yeah he's decent isn't he yeah. uh, probably worth touching on City obviously they've got Ake in um, Messi yes. on his way apparently as well but we won't go too far into that rabbit hole <laughs> I'd suggest at the moment but um, Torres Marina uh, they're probably the other big ones at the moment but I, I suspect their transfer window isn't finished yet yeah, well, I mean, we should. I mean, I really hope Messi doesn't go to anyone because I just don't think that he does anything other than tarnish his reputation. Um, if, uh, if Messi, he's all, he's all left foot as well, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> if Messi went uh, to say Man City, uh, yeah. do would he automatically be everyone's first draft pick? Oh, that is a good question. Hundred, hundred percent. Well, maybe after Bruno. I think it, it's one of those things, isn't it? Where it's like, it, it just it just if you had Messi in your team, it's like, it's like, I wouldn't <laughs> want to miss out on that, would you? <laughs> I mean, you could hold him to ransom for trades later on. Would he be automatically the top um, ranked player in the draft? He'd have to be. He'd have to be. Yeah. It's quite interesting yeah. on the city though, because I read up on the the FIFA Fair Play rules, because they'd have to offload about three players for a hundred million and sell off a lot of their academy products as well in order to balance the books. I think to it's not, to not get another fake European. But it doesn't bag. matter because yeah, the revenue, the, path, the yeah. revenue that they bring in from having Messi would just be absolutely mm. phenomenal. Couldn't they just kidnap some of UEFA's family members again so they don't get prosecuted? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Perfect. Go on, mate. What's um, next? Yeah, so sorry, probably worth uh, jumping on to probably there's not, not much else going on in some of the other clubs at Sheffield United. I've got Ramsdale in from Bournemouth. Yeah, I mean, he was a good keeper, wasn't he? Yeah, so good, they've got a good defence, good keeper. Because obviously, um, Dean Henderson's gone back to United to sit on the bench. Keep that bench warm. Yeah. Uh, it's, yeah, I think another year if he's not first team keeper he's gone isn't he but he's ruined his his uh, chance of getting in the England squad for next uh, next year's Euros now yeah, yeah unless so unfortunately yeah, lads it looks like for, for the first again. three see three games five games mm-hmm. don't know we'll see I'm not sure Solskjaer's big enough to drop him no I'm not no but I'm not. I, yeah uh, Southampton you might want to talk yeah. about how you got uh, Walker Peters in. And, yeah, um, he was in last year, wasn't he, for a bit? Um, yeah, signed, signed permanent now, isn't he? Yeah. And uh, Mohamed, was it Salisu from 
They've looked to just uh, shore up at the back a bit. Um, and they were playing quite well going forward at the end of last year. So, yeah, hopefully they'll, they'll do something. Uh, and talking of uh, goalkeepers, Joe Hart. Joe Hart <laughs> wants to play Premier League football, so he's gone to Spurs to sit. Yeah. Not even on the bench. Yeah. Okay. Obviously, the, the money from the head and shoulders adverts have run out, so he's back. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, and obviously. That is oh the yeah, big one. yeah. Oh, well, and obviously he's got, yeah. got the Southampton player, haven't they? Koiberg, but yeah, yeah Doherty was a surprise. On the bench, but Matt Doherty, that is a surprise. Fourteen it, million. It seems very cheap, doesn't it? it? Does he was one of the best players in the league last year in his position? Yeah, it's very odd I mean, that odd, odd that they'd let him go, and odd that it'd be that cheap. Yeah, I Levy. He's just shrewd, isn't he? He knows what mm. he's doing. I, but that is. That is um, potentially a, a very good signing for Spurs. Potentially a good uh, fantasy signing as well. Because actually, um, Wolves uh, have been linked now. He's gone with Ainsley Maitland-Niles from Arsenal. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. He, he's, he played really well in the Charity Shield, actually. Um, I'd be surprised if they let him go. Uh, good player. No. Yeah, but... Arsenal have got, you know, Arsenal have got cover there. They've got Bellerin. They've got Cedric Suarez. Mm. Um, I think I don't. We did one thing we haven't touched on um, is Kai Havertz. Um, oh yeah, from Leverkusen, which has apparently been agreed, but the deal hasn't been done yet. He yeah, it's is, not official yet, is it? He's a very, very good player. Um, but Chelsea again. I mean, fucking hell. If that goes through, that's Kai Havertz, Thiago Silva, Timo Werner, Hakim Ziyech, and Ben Chua all in this. That is uh, that's a haul. That is proper back back in Lampard, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I guess the only one, obviously, United are linked with uh, Van der Beek as well, which seems pretty imminent. That's oh yeah, that's happen. as well, isn't it? Donny Van der Beek. He's um he's a really good player. Yeah. I I just don't. They've just you know sign a defender. <laughs> Yeah, that'd be nice. <laughs> yeah, oh, we've, we've got one coming in from Greece. Oh, yeah, we've got one coming from Greece imminently after in three years when he, when he gets out. <laughs> Indeed. Indeed. <laughs> uh, so that's probably all the all, all the big transfer news. Obviously, yeah, we'll, done we'll, deal. yeah there's we'll a bit more it, to um, come. Yeah, we'll I suspect there's a few more big moves coming. I reckon. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. They're still when when um so, when does the the um, well, window finish? That's what. Yeah, that's that's that is the interesting thing because last year the window had finished before the season started. This year, yeah. not so. So another major thing to think about in your draft this year is: do you sign a particular player if he is not certain to stay in the league? And that that is no more um, in the spotlight than with. Pierre Emerick Aubameyang, who is, if you know, one of the top players in the league. Yeah. You know. he, he he got directly asked the question after the charity shield, and he just had that big grin that he has and said, oh, "I'm happy yeah. to win the charity shield." He wasn't giving anything away. Yeah, he just wants out, doesn't he? He don't want to play for Arsenal. There we go. Leads us on quite nicely to our last section, Tom. Yeah, looking at the draft, like we said earlier on. You know, we're going to concentrate more on the draft uh, in the next pod, but just to whet the old appetite, um, I've got a few little 
poses, little questions uh, to, to just, you know, get the old cogs turning. Um, so the top eight positions in the pre-draft default list are uh, Salah, Mane, Aubameyang, De Bruyne, Sterling, Kane, Aguero and Fernandes, um, obviously in that order. So first question is, um, which player on that list are you most likely to move out of, of that first round? Um, so Windsor, any thoughts on that? Just get us, uh, get us rolling. Aguero. That, mm. Yeah, that would be my, my first thought. I think, I think that, yeah, he, he's, he's the least out of those eight. Yeah. I, 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 I there's there's actually quite a few that I'd move out the top eight actually. Um, we just talked about Aubameyang. If he hasn't signed his deal, do you spend your first round pick on someone yeah. who might not be there? That is a really tough decision. I oh, can see him yeah. falling. Yeah. Um, Mane. I thought there'd been rumblings or noise about him going back to join Coman at uh, Barcelona as well, especially if. Yeah. Nah, I don't think so. I don't think so. There was a rumour about Sterling being keen to go to Real Madrid as well. Mm. Uh, I also think Sterling's not going to have as good a season this year. don't know why, I just think... I think he will. I think the the, the, the other people to be wary of, um, Kane... Made a glass. Made a glass. Um, Also, I know I'll I'll get the usual um, chime in from our resident chimer from this one. Hang Um, on, hang on. I'll wait for it. Are you ready? Are you ready? Um, Bruno Fernandes. Oh, for fuck's sake. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Bruno Fernandes. Yeah, he's a really, really good player. Um, But is he worthy of your first round pick? I'm, I'm, I'm not so sure he is. He he obviously had a golden spell when he first came in. He scored a lot of penalties as well. Man United are in a Champions League this year. They're going to have big fixtures. He's not going to perhaps play as many minutes as he did when he came in. Is he going to be as good as he was? I mean, if he is as good as he was, then, you know, great. But I don't know. I'd be... I'd be wary a little bit of... Yeah, um, I, I think all joking aside, what worries me a bit about him is just getting tired because when I mean, you actually watch him play, he presses... He does, front. yeah. He runs a lot. And the last few games, he was just getting knackered. He's going to have to get rested more than he was this year. He was basically playing every game, wasn't he? Nearly every minute That's on the pitch. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah, it's not a bad shout. Are, th- are there any like glaring ones that aren't in that eights that you think should be anyone? I think Anthony Martial should be higher. Perfect. Where's, great where's, end where's, to the season. where's he now? Well, uh, he is uh, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13. He's 14th on the list. Yeah, I think he's going to get a lot of goals this year again. And he, and he is a striker this year as well. Um, yeah. And they are goal dust, aren't they? I, I just... I, I He will probably be higher up my list than 14th, I would imagine. Mm. Um, I, I would chuck Werner into the mix as well. Again, Chelsea yeah. scored, scored goals the other day. Yeah. He's going to get assists as well as goals. I, I, you know, I think someone will take a punt on him in the top eight easy. Mm. And uh, the other one who should be further up, in my opinion, is Rashford because he's a midfielder now. Perfect. Mm. Yeah. So he is the Martial of last year, isn't he? He's, right. he's 
you know. Yeah, and obviously any Man United defender should be in there. <laughs> <laughs> Including Darmian and all the other right dross we've got there as well still. Is he still there? He's got to be. He's <laughs> at Torino or something. We're, we're, still, we're probably still paying his wages like we do everyone else. <laughs> Um, so I've, I've got another question about the draft. Um, are there any players um, to be wary of? You know, the ones that are obviously a really great player, but surprisingly a shit fantasy football option. Will, should we um, should we answer this in unison? Yeah. Does it begin with Ronaldo B Silva. and end with Hernando Silva? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly yeah, because he's such a great player, but. He went for a pack. I was so close to dropping him so many times, but I thought, you can't. He's such a good footballer. I took him in the third round last year. Yeah. Um, he he just did not deliver. Did he yeah. suffer from the, the Man City rotation? Uh, he did. Roundabout, um, he also suffers from the fact that he is like the like the marshal on the pitch. You know, he... he, he he is. He, he sets in, up the assist, doesn't does, he? Almost. He assists yeah. the assist in, right. in a yeah. lot of goals. Yeah. Um, and, and the only thing that saved me last year was one of the things was bringing in Mares, who suddenly was incredible and in favour yeah. and was getting a lot of game time and getting lots of yeah. goals and assists. Whereas Silva just kind of died a death a bit, didn't they? Yeah. I mean, if you look at that list, there are there are a few people who fall into that category. Deli Ali is the twenty second ranked player on the list. I can tell you right now that Deli Ali is not the twenty second ranked player on my list. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. yeah, there are some funny ones, aren't they? Like Firmino. I don't know how many points he scored last season, but he strikes me as someone that wouldn't that probably didn't score that many points just because he doesn't score that many goals. But he seems no, quite high. Yeah, 11th, that is... Wow, that's too high, surely. It is. Uh, going back to the players that should be in the top eight, Trent Alexander-Arnold. Well, mm. you don't immediately think about defenders, do you? But he must have scored... He must have been one of the highest point scorers, I imagine. Yeah, yeah well, De Bruyne was the highest, wasn't he, on 255. Trent was 210th. Which kind of takes me on to the final question, actually, in terms of looking at different positions, because in which round do you take a goalkeeper would be? Yeah, I mean, we'll get more into like draft specifics next week. But it, one of the things I always bang on about is the difference between the top scoring player at a position and the bottom scoring player at a position that has to be drafted. So, for example... You get five midfielders. Now, if you take the score from the top scoring midfielder and the score from, if there are five midfielders in everyone's team, that's 40 players. You take the score from the 40th scoring midfielder. The spread is absolutely vast. Yeah. Um, with strikers, it's exactly the same. There are 24 strikers taking overall. The spread from the top scoring striker to the 24th striker is enormous. Whereas the spread from the top scoring defender to the 40th scoring defender is much, is much smaller. And again, with goalkeepers, it's even smaller. So the, the top scoring goalkeeper and the 16th scoring goalkeeper are spread by relatively few points, mm. really. So I personally are not of the uh, mind to draft goalkeepers high at all. Yeah, uh, you can end up with you know for example one of the best keepers last year was Dubravka yeah you know not not a glamour pick 
but you know Newcastle didn't concede a huge amount of goals got a lot of save points and you you, you could have picked up Dubravka you know probably 12th 13th round in the draft yeah very good uh, point yeah nice I, I'm really looking forward to the next one to get more into uh, we'll go really yeah uh, we'll go really the, yeah the real deep. we'll go really draft heavy yeah in the next one yeah yeah Nice one. Well, that's that's we've got that to look forward to. I think that's probably all we've got time for. It's been like you know, snappy as usual. Honestly, shit, it's fucking nine o'clock. It's my honestly, yeah. I've had like two fake that's been shorter than this. Well, you know, people um, <laughs> absolutely itching for it to return. Okay. You've got to give it to them in a dose. They, they. They've missed us. They haven't heard from us in about a fortnight. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, it's good to be back. Um, we've got the uh, AGM this weekend, which we'll mm. be figuring out. Uh, you know, all the massive, innovations massive and things. Going to be doing so. Need to make sure get the VAR all sorted out. Yeah, exactly. Um, and yeah, like we said, next week we're going to go deep into the uh, technicalities of the draft and um, hopefully meet another league newbie as well. Get them on, onto the pod. Um, so yeah, cheers, lads. Thanks uh, to the commission. Yeah. Cheers, Tom. Cheers, all. Cheers, Tudor. No worries. Thank you for listening. Thanks, Will the Wand. Wand signing off. And uh, thanks for coming on again, Winter. No problem. Thanks for having me. And thanks. Oh, thanks to Rob, even though he's not here. Indeed. To to sign off. Um, And thanks to the knob twiddler himself, Pedro. That's my pleasure. (laughs) twiddling his knobs by the time you get to Saturday night and you're drinking a beer or having a little bit of Chinese you're all of a sudden thinking about Monday morning and what the next game is we live in a world where we live in a profession where you've got a game you lose the next one and you're deemed as a failure and you realise that you always have to be at the top of it and always planning so look not for me (laughs) I hope that after tomorrow I can just sit down with a family I can sit down with my wife and kids who probably for the last year at times have been on eggshells at different moments and just get their husband back and get their get their dad back and just does I love it the things what I want to do really and sounding a little bit cheesy and a bit thingy that's I suppose that's it and I hope you can do that oh it's so good probably the best thing off the new album yeah (laughs) it's so good